0: Spot mode round 34 this is the official video game podcast of secret friends unite i'm your host todd oxtra joined by my co-host extraordinaire mark the canardian Carabin. how are you doing buddy
1: i am fantastic good to be back on our show after a little guest spot on secret friends proper so uh, i'm excited to as, as excited as i was to geek out about a whole bunch of other things especially star wars i'm Equally as excited to uh, go through all the fun and uh, surprising amount of video game stories that have yeah. happened in the last couple of weeks. Absolutely. I really I think we, we kind of got used to not <laughs> much on the story front and not much uh, going on. With new things in the world in general, so it's it's kind of good to uh, to be back and and swinging and and talking before the show. Like, how are we going to tackle this many stories? So it's it's kind of good. So I'm I'm excited to get to it. Uh, but first, how are you?
0: Oh, I am fantastic, and quite honestly, there's only one release that I'm really excited for, and that is Baby Carabin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. We are in the final Sweet. countdown. Uh, is yeah. there a, la- uh, is there a last minute patch prepared for baby caravan?
1: <laughs> no, we're, we're going to see, uh, just, just, you know, how it's delivered. I think it's already, uh, it, it's gone gold as you will. Cause we <laughs> last Friday, as of last friday and uh, i think i've said it on the show anyway i've announced it on facebook so we're having a boy uh, if i didn't say it on the show already so um yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited for that not that i wouldn't be excited as a girl but uh as of last friday uh he is full term so any day now the official due date is uh the 22nd but uh man we're we're
0: getting close yeah the dlc is ready we've got like high chairs and <laughs> other accoutrements yeah this is great yeah you're gonna love the soundtrack mark it's gonna be a lot of like oh. uh quiet uh classical a little baby einstein maybe
1: yes you know what? i have been checking out some like baby lullabies of uh different different real songs and stuff and there's there's everything man i oh yeah I, I, Everything from from Star Wars, uh, which, of course, I instantly added to my Apple Music playlist uh, to to like, you know, hard rock and classic stuff. It's it's fantastic, man. I I didn't realize the plethora of available lullabies. Uh, it's 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 really fantastic.
0: Uh, and a side note, uh, I thought this was hilarious. Uh, Sarah Live has been doing their at-home presentations, and one of their skits this week was uh, a little song. It was "Let Kids Drink." <laughs> Apparently, kids, parents need their children to drink as well to chill out. So I thought it was pretty funny. I've got a 14-year-old. Really, don't need him drinking because he's got teenage brain anyway. So yeah. <laughs> so so you're you're prepared. I I'm excited for you guys. This is going to be a lot of fun. And once again, uh, we might even have like a a third co-host eventually where Mark has got the papoose going and baby Yoda's happening. And yeah,
1: we'll see. We, uh, we do have a little Yoda plushie upstairs. My wife was actually just upstairs getting, uh, arranging some plushies and some things. And she stole a bunch of my Nintendo stuff. And, uh, a bunch of her Disney stuff. So there's things missing all throughout the house of, of little Disney figure figures and, and, you know, Mario and Zelda and stuff. And, uh, I, I was just up there before we started recording and I noticed like my little, um, my little one of my little Link Amiibos, uh, just randomly <laughs> on a shelf there. So she's she's all excited getting getting things ready, uh, as well. But yeah, all the big stuff is ready. Like you said, all the DLC um, crib and change table and all that fun stuff. So we are ready to go. I installed a car seat. That was that
0: was fun. I'm I'm ready. Excellent. I think. Yeah, It's ready as I'm gonna be. Well, <laughs> and, and I think you're you're right there, which is great because you're like in the land, the, the landing path where my son was a month early. So we were really caught off mm-hmm. guard, didn't even have the, uh, the, the the car seat ready to go. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is perfect. And quite honestly, Mark, there's no excuse for you not to have anything ready. You've been at home <laughs> for about <laughs> eight weeks. So yeah, it's like,
1: well, see, there, that that's been good for, to, to get ready. Mm-hmm. But some things have been delayed because of shipping. Oh, yeah
0: can't get things. So that was yeah. a big panic or no, just
1: like, you know, we, we got gift cards from places or whatever people dropping off things or, or wanting to drop off things that they couldn't see here, you know, or her, her family in, in, uh, you know, a, a, another city, a four or five hour drive away. Um, so it was, you know, working out shipping and that kind of stuff. Cause they can't come visit. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it has been a bit, of a a panic. And a friend of mine just had a baby, uh, that came three weeks early or maybe a month early or something like that's a similar situation that you were in where it was like, Oh man, we have to rush and get all this stuff ready. So as soon as, as soon as that baby came, it was like, okay, I need to, uh, I need to make sure we have things here. I need to figure out all the shipping. I need to figure out the necessities that we absolutely have to have. And I need to build them right away. So, uh, it's been a fun few weeks.
0: I hope babies are considered essential and baby things are considered essential with uh, Amazon Prime. But I guess we'll figure this out. Yeah,
1: a lot of it has been pretty quick, I have to say. But uh, we are still waiting on one thing that I think should be here uh, Wednesday. So by the time, yeah, um, it's it's Monday now while recording. So I'm hoping, you know, by the time people are listening to this, uh, you know, we have most if not all of the stuff.
0: Well, I think the fortunate part is, Mark, you've timed this correctly You've got five months, essentially, six months that you can just get used to the baby. And then when uh, certain other things are birthed, like next-gen consoles, you can say, yeah, I've got my old baby, but I got new my new baby <laughs> and ready to go. And your wife will understand because, you know, hey, you know, someone's got to nurture those new n- those new infants, right?
1: Well, I, I am. I'm. I'm waiting on another new baby right now. Uh, I ordered an iPad Pro about a month ago, and oh. it's still not. Actually, what's the date today? Oh, I ordered it over a month ago. <laughs> Jeez, freaking thing's still not here. Uh, so that that one's driving me extra crazy because I have accessories for everything. So I got a new keyboard and the case and uh, sitting
0: there taunting you.
1: All of the stuff. A stand. I have a whole thing to basically make a desktop setup, and uh, everything's just. Just staring at him. I'm sitting here right now and I see the case just sitting on my table here. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's all slowly driving me crazy because I ordered all of that stuff well after I ordered the iPad. And everything's here other than the Apple Pencil, which had to come from China and I think should be here um, Wednesday or Thursday because I got it uh, custom engraved
0: with a little smiley face nice nice probably in the uh the the ship that was carrying my toilet paper now that they've said after two months of waiting (laughs) is no longer coming so you know but um i have a new baby i have a new baby i got an iphone se 2020 edition so kind of see it with my wife yeah we were the uh lucky recipients of cracked screens at the exact same time oh (laughs) that's uh crap timing yeah, my wife had the original SE, which is hilarious. And her phone, the screen like it totally shattered and actually is separating from the device. So I'm like, you know what? Perfect timing. We were we lucked out uh and we're enjoying that. I'm getting used to iPhone again. So
1: That's there you it, go. That was going to be my question. How are you getting used to the uh the iOS uh system and ecosystem and all that kind of stuff again? You're, you cuz you you've gone back and forth, right? You're oh, yeah. fairly yep. platform agnostic uh, when it comes Pretty to phones, in the past, yeah?
0: Yeah, I've had iPads. I, we have a, a current. I guess it would be the last small iPad, which was nine point seven inches. Now went to ten point two, but it was the one that was compatible with the the pencil. So we've had that, and then I the last iPhone I owned was the five, which is crazy because uh, <laughs> that's right. when iPhones just went crazy. And then they said, "Oh, by the way, you're gonna have to pay for the whole thing yourself." And I'm like, "Oh, eight hundred dollars <laughs> for a phone? Mm. Yeah." So no, I, I I think it's cool. Um, I like it. Um. It's smaller than my Samsung, which is funny because it has a lot of bezel, which is funny because the Samsung right. just takes with the whole thing. But um, I like it. It's fast. It does everything I want. It's just the navigation because Samsung's got the back and it's more Windows-like. Uh, I just have to mm-hmm. get used to one button and all that fun stuff, but I like it. So, And I'm going to play around oh. with – I actually get Apple TV now for a year, which is kind of nice. Um yeah. And maybe we can double it with my wife and then, uh, you know, because she also got one as well. And then I also want to really get into the uh, Apple gaming service because I have really wanted to try yeah. a couple of games there, too. So it's a perfect time to do it. So I've mm-hmm. got no excuses for sure.
1: Um, watch. Uh, what's it called? Um, Raven's Banquet.
0: Is that what it's called? Hero- oh, uh, the, uh, the the uh... the gaming, uh, the 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 guys that did. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, right? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Watch that show. Uh, Mythic Quest is what I'm trying to. Raven's Banquet is the sub title, I suppose. Uh, It's Mythic Quest colon Raven's Banquet, whatever. Um, I found it wildly entertaining. And then um, I, I ate a very special cookie one night and continued watching the show and there's a weird episode about halfway in that you don't understand until you get to the end of the show but i was watching that and just tripping balls that i put on a wrong show or started just like i i I wasn't i i I had no idea what was going on and then we got to the end of it and like you know (laughs) like i was like oh that cookie didn't hit me that hard that i was like you know, it was a weird, weird thing. But just, just watch the whole way through. I, I promise it makes sense. Excellent.
0: Well, guys, uh, I apologize. We have not talked about video gaming at all yet. This has been fun. <laughs> so I hope you're uh, enjoying the ride. But you know, we're going to start off though with what we've been gaming. So, Mark, have you been hanging out with like Travis Scott uh, in Fortnite?
1: Yes, that is the first thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, the, so, for... Fortnite's had a couple of big events recently. Um, the first one, like you said, Travis Scott, was a phenomenal show. Even if you don't like the music for Travis Scott, uh, I thought it was a really, really good showing. Um, but they just had another one that was, uh, oh, who was there? Dead Mouse, uh, Steve Aoki, and oh, I forget the other guy's name.
0: It was all glow sticks and a uh, little uh, uh, ecstasy. Everybody was going crazy, I assume.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dylan Francis, that's the other guy's name. Um, okay. This this one was a lot more like low key, basically, than the Travis Scott. So that one was like a big it's Travis Scott. Was event like a huge kind of
0: like uh, hologram, right? And you're just walking yeah, through yeah, levels, and you can go around sound. and Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And, and that was, that was more of like, they were taking you through a show kind of thing. And at one point you were flying over the entire world and that you were underwater and it was, it was crazy. That was, that was an epic event and it was one of the best they've done. Uh, This new one, I don't know if I prefer it, but I hope to see a lot more stuff like this. So like I said, three DJs, uh, Dylan Francis, Steve Aoki and Dead Mouse. Uh, they played for a little over an hour and it was basically like watching them on a Skype or a zoom call. So you were actually watching them. You were, they they had this big virtual screen set up on a beach and (laughs) these massive speakers that you could stand on and jump around and do all this stuff. And, uh, it was basically, you're watching them perform a set and they had crazy backgrounds and stuff, just like a, a, you know, a fun zoom call or something. Um, But they just basically, I hung out with two of my friends, one who lives close and the other who lives uh, halfway across Canada. And uh, we just hung out, we chatted, we listened to some music. We had just a a great time and it was was really, really fun. And it didn't have to be a massive event. It was basically just watching a Skype call inside of Fortnite. So I hope they do more low-key, lower-scale stuff like that because it was still really really fun. It was really cool. I was I was digging the music and uh yeah, it was it was just a a cool hang. It was it was neat.
0: It's it's amazing eventually we will have uh a presidential debate within Fortnite or uh <laughs> E3 or or something huge within Fortnite because it just seems to be the way you get there uh to get a lot of well, people that, engaged.
1: That is uh that seems to be where they're going with this portion of Fortnite. So so far, we've had the save the world mode, battle royale mode, of course, which is the most popular, creative mode where you can create anything. And this is kind of a new one they're doing. It's called Party Royale. There's no weapons. You could get a uh, funny little plunger, launcher, bow and arrows, paintball guns, bounce pads and that kind of stuff, but nothing that could damage people. And it's just a place to hang out. And I think they're going to be making that more of a... I think I've said this before, but more of a ready player one kind of thing of you can go in, you can make it your own, you can hang out in your virtual avatar. And like I said, I, I hung out with a couple of my friends. We literally sat up on a giant speaker and watched this show. And like, it was just kind of cool to like hang out and do that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I I really think that's where this specific mode is kind of going of that that like virtual meeting space. So I wouldn't be surprised, maybe, maybe not a presidential debate, but I, I, I would, I would imagine there's going to be some other stuff popping up uh, in this Fort Fortnite, Fortnite party Royale mode. So, uh, so yeah, keep an eye on that space for sure.
0: Man, Second Life and PlayStation Home are just kicking themselves cuz this is what they <laughs> wanted. And it just was too Absolutely. soon. And who knew it took a uh, uh a, an epic game uh zombie defense uh you know you know, I guess beta to uh, launch into a uh, uh I, I guess we can think PUBG for all this. Wow, thanks PUBG. Yeah. Yeah, really. It's
1: it's it's wild. That's amazing. Um, yeah, really really cool. At one point we uh we jumped up on the front of the stage and just started dancing and stuff and then other people started joining us like I had a Deadpool and a couple of other people like come up and join us on the front of the stage like but you had to kind of glide down on it. So we kind of figured out how to do that. And then other people were like, oh man, did you see what they did? And then we had a bunch of people dancing. It was, it was hilarious. It was, it was just an oh, awesome time. That's
0: so cool. So cool. Yeah. Especially now you can't have real concerts in real life anyways. Well, exactly. A- exactly. Yeah. Might as well do it yeah. in Fortnite. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. Cool. And it's free. Why not? <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you've been uh, also visiting other worlds or. Yes. Outer yes, worlds, I have. We should say
0: yeah outer worlds um like i said i think i mentioned that i got back into this game and i tore it up i squeezed all the life out of this game uh played all the side quests really got into it enjoyed it quite a bit although i found out that i was on the last mission and this game uses disguises to basically infiltrate so if you get these disguises they only last so long um but you have to get a certain level to get these disguises the last mission you had to have like persuasion or intimidate at like the level that you probably wouldn't have uh, elevated to. I was like 80 mm-hmm. uh, and I think I had, had it at 50. So you can just imagine those are skill points you're assigning as you're doing this. And it's like I wasn't even close. So then it turned into <laughs> the, essentially the last mission turned into a stealth or a run mission and i basically said i, I suck know. at stealth so i just ran like a bat out of hell mark i just ran and it, and it was so funny because you get this one like scientific weapon that's called the gloop gun that essentially destroys your destroys gravity and and moves uh, moves your uh, enemies away either elevates them and leaves them hanging or just just pushes them away so i used that in conjunction and then got through that part and got to the end boss and it really only had one big boss fight and i really enjoyed that because I thought it was fun. Uh, It was intuitive. It didn't really take me out of the game as a whole, and I really enjoyed it. And um, my son played it and beat it as well. So it was kind of cool to see and have us talk about our experience through it. And it was funny Mm. because he, he got something from me early where I said, oh, yeah, if you go crazy and kill people and just act like a madman, but if you leave the area and come back, they don't have any memory of what you did. So there's no (laughs) permanence. So he's like, oh, really? So guess what he Hmm. did, Mark? My son decided to be the chaotic person and like (laughs) had no conscience. And I'm like, oh, you're the worst. But he's my son. Uh, I like it. So I like the fact that he was, you know, his engine sense of, uh, you know, his sense of what he could do to really play the system. I like the fact that he figured out he's smarter than I am, um, but I loved it. And at the, the game does something cool at the end. Um, I don't know if you remember like movies like animal house or, or where basically they recap where all the characters are at the yeah. end of the movie. Our worlds does this and it's so much oh, fun nice. because you can actually go back if you want to. And it, and it basically saves before the end event where it ends the game so if you want to you can go back and finish up side quests which is i love because it only takes you away from like five minutes to the end so it's nice it's not inconvenient but it, i love it because it recapped what all of your characters did so i thought it was the perfect uh 25 to 30 hour game uh if you've got time to play this it's really a a, a fallout game made by obsidian where they have tweaked it and quite honestly i had like no you know world breaking bugs either so i say kudos oh, to dear. them for their engine that works and it was really great so if you want to get back into auto worlds it's there on game pass still i loved it really loved yeah, it. that's
1: a big if for my time but uh we'll see in the next couple of weeks <laughs>
0: when i have time for. You know hey mark you know uh, yeah. i think a project x cloud on your phone it's perfect for that right i you get your I uh you got your phone clip hey there you go all set
1: all set. Uh, yeah, the next. Uh, speaking of time for games, uh, and there goes my dog again. Hopefully, she's not too loud. Um, oh, she's gone upstairs. So that's that's good. Uh, speaking of time for games, I blew through a game this past weekend, and that's Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat X, uh, again on Game Pass, which is beautiful. Uh, so what happened was. Uh, there's some updates for Mortal Kombat 11 coming and it was on sale and I just bought the entire like collection with all the DLC and the upcoming update and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I started Mortal Kombat 11 and then remembered that I got maybe two or three chapters into Mortal Kombat 10 and had no sweet clue what was going on because the story picks up literally absolutely, like, exactly where Mortal Kombat 10 ends. So <laughs> if you jump into 11, either do what I did and blow through 10 in a weekend or watch like a recap on YouTube or something. But I wanted the experience of playing through it myself and doing that kind of stuff. Plus, like I said, it was on game pass. So why not jump back into Mortal Kombat 10? I didn't, I, I erased my old save. I started right from the start and, uh, and plowed through it, uh, to the end. I will admit I did turn it on easy mode at some points. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. just cause honestly, when I'm playing a game, for the specific purpose of seeing where the story is so I can start another game. I don't care. <laughs> like nope. I, I didn't turn it on baby mode or whatever. Like the easiest mode is where I'm sure it's like one, one punch and you you win. Uh, I, so I'm not that bad. Um, even on easy mode, the final boss was, uh, he, he was a bit of a pain, but, um, you know, I think it took me two shots to beat it, but not, not, not too bad. But was uh, the
0: final boss, Burger King? I can't remember. <laughs> yes so many weird characters uh yeah there there are a lot of weird characters
1: but uh i i love the humor in these newer uh mortal kombat stories and mortal kombat games uh i'm now at this point now very early on in mortal kombat 11 but again very much enjoying it and uh and we'll we'll continue to play that game and i can't wait like you said um there's there's some new DLC going. Right? We were talking before the, uh, the the show started and you were saying you were excited for the DLC.
0: Yeah, I, I love 10. I one of my guilty pleasures is fighting games and their story mode. Some are horrible. Some are great. I think Mortal Kombat and Injustice nail it so well, so yeah. well, Mark. So I, I loved 11. I loved 10. Um, but aftermath is coming. Uh, we saw the trailer. I'm really surprised that they're doing this, but it makes total sense
1: hmm yeah no it looks uh looks badass and you know they didn't they didn't have anything like this for 10 right oh. like 10 the story ended Just character and pack, 11 basically the picked most uh, yeah. That up. yeah that's it so uh yeah it is really cool to see 11 kind of get this 11.5 edition right like this this additional uh story and characters and all this uh continued support so yeah it looks really really cool so uh i'm, I'm sure when that comes out, like I said, I bought the entire pass. So I will have that to uh, to play with and and we'll be talking about that on a on a later show for sure.
0: Yeah, I was trying to figure out how I'm gonna buy it. Apparently uh if you own eleven and you own the first character pack, uh the expansion's forty dollars. Um it comes with RoboCop. That's the main new character yes. that they've added. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Spawn and a bunch of other characters have been part of Eleven as well. So I'm I'm kind of out of the loop with because I didn't play that. So I'm going to have to probably buy the uh, the total package, which is sixty dollars, yeah. which includes everything plus Aftermath. But still, it's cool. It's coming to every console, so I, I think mm-hmm. this is great, and I cannot wait.
1: Yeah, I I did make the uh, the tough decision to get this on Xbox One X uh it was very very close to trying to to, to getting it on switch uh just to, just to 11 you know obviously i was going to play 10 on game pass um but you know with what i've been talking about the last couple of months uh being able to play my switch anytime on the go take it with me take that graphical hit or do i want to play this at a smooth frame rate very high fidelity graphics and uh yeah for 11 i chose to go all in on uh, the deluxe mode or the deluxe edition, whatever for, um, for Xbox one X. So hopefully I still have the time to play that in the next couple of weeks. We will see, but, uh, that's, that's where I grabbed
0: this one. That is fantastic. I cannot wait as well. I believe that comes out the end of uh, May,
1: which is I great. You're right. Yeah. It gives me yeah. time to finish the, uh, the story. Like I said, I blew yeah. through 10 in a weekend. I'm sure I can do 11, uh, in a couple of days as well. um, yeah, really good. And they they're such solid games just uh, mechanically and everything. They are so good if you if you if you're like me and you haven't really gotten into a Mortal Kombat or a proper fighting game in a while. Uh, you know, I played the hell out of Smash but haven't really gotten into a fighting game in whew, I don't even know how long, but it's it's been a while. Uh, so this was a really great return to form and I want to go and watch the, the, what is it? 1995. I want to watch that movie again. Like the
0: original. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> best one of the best songs, new m- movie songs of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I, uh, Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I haven't found it on any streaming services in Canada, which I'm sad about. And uh, I don't know if I own the DVD. I know I owned it on VHS back in the day. So I have to go through my DVD collection or maybe just buy or rent it on iTunes or something. So good idea. I'm sure I can
0: yeah. find it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And apparently there's a new animated Mortal Kombat as well, which I heard is really good and ultra violent. Mm. So might have yes. to check that out as well. And Mark, I'm going to make a proposal. I will buy it on Series uh, Xbox One X. And you and I will play against each other because, quite honestly, you and I have not game okay. together, which is funny. No, In all this, yeah. we haven't. So I'm going to do that because I love this. All right. I suck, um, and I'm I'm perfectly horrible at it. But you know, what? it's fun. Good. We need to play that because there's another game we need to play as well. Uh, which actually a trans transition to that Streets of Rage Four on Game Pass Ooh. came out. How is it? It is phenomenal. Love it. This okay. is basically a uh beautiful update to streets of age three this is not going to be like the breath of the wild of beat-em-ups or anything like that where it's doing something completely different but it is beautiful it's very competent i loved all of the combos you could do for for selectable characters uh, right away Uh, they all play a little bit different Uh, the whole part is once you beat a level, you don't have to start from scratch. You can go back and select the levels if you come back to it. So I beat three levels. I can go back and select any of the three levels to play again if I want to do so. Um, one of the fun parts is Mark, you'll love this. The power ups to get health are food items. You can select what your food items are. If you're vegan, you can select a vegan <laughs> option. Uh, I love it. You can pick a, yeah, uh, oh, a you correct. know Japanese food. You can select a turkey if you want. Uh, right. Ground turkey is an odd, it's an odd thing, right? Would you eat a ground yep. turkey, Mark? Not a you not ground turkey, f- but a turkey but, on the no, no, ground. No, no, yeah,
1: no. I was just going to say I made uh, I made some burgers out of ground turkey last week, uh, so I would definitely eat that again. Uh, but no, a, a turkey off of the ground, I'd have to be in pretty dire straits. Um, do you want to know how dumb I am? No. I, mean, I yes, I do. This game I mean, was on, but I, yeah, no, I thought I, this game was on Game Pass. No. Yes, I am. Oh. I looked at it on Switch and I almost bought it. And instead I bought Mortal Kombat and I, I would have wasted. What is it? Twenty five, thirty bucks uh, on stupid 25 like or twenty five or
0: thirty bucks. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. And this is a game we should play together because it's the okay. perfect co-op. I mode just game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just opened up my uh, my app and it, I sent it to my
0: Xbox because I'm that so, dumb that you just reminded me. So I think, Mark, we should have mm-hmm. a co-op weekend. So any folks yeah. who are out there, uh, we need to share our game, uh, gamer tags and things like that at the end of the show too, because I realize we haven't done that. So we need mm-hmm. to do that and send out a, a broad request. I want to play with people because I have been the anti-social gamer and I need to do this. I need to do <laughs> that. I play with other people because I like doing it. And I felt like, Oh, I don't know what I'll say, but I just want to have fun with folks. So I like I'm going to come out of my shell. Mark. Totally down. Yep. Totally down. <laughs> a lot of time, everyone knows uh, if you
1: listen to the show, you'll find me playing Fortnite so if you're if you're playing Fortnite but yeah let's let's play anything i'll i'll download whatever and and uh, play with the community let's let's get it on the go for sure
0: and if you see me out there just invite me guys cuz i am one of those people i feel like oh they're probably playing and having a good time just mm-hmm. bother me i want to yep. play so you know cool 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 um so yeah so uh, i'm curious because you played a game that i don't know where you played it how did you play uh, wonderful 101
1: I, I kickstarted the game, so I got the oh, download code. Wait, you
0: got it already? Yeah. I didn't know it was that already.
1: Yeah, so the physical edition got delayed, but yeah. they uh, they sent out the codes to any of the backers. So anyone that backed that, uh, if you didn't find it in your email so far, check your junk mailbox, because the Steam and Switch codes and probably any other codes, whatever, are are out <laughs> Uh, And I think anyone that got physical editions, you have a free Steam code no matter what because of the delay. So check your inboxes. Uh, for that, but uh, yeah. So after a little hiccup, uh, at first they sent out codes, and uh, it said, "Here's your switch code," and the switch code said none. So that was a glitch <laughs> that they had apparently that it was like not delivering the actual whatever 12-digit, 16-digit code or something stupid like that. Um, it was everyone's message was none, and uh, I thought I screwed something up, and then went on the message board on Kickstarter, and it was like, "I got none, I got none, I got none." So I was like, "Okay." good uh but they they quickly corrected that and uh like i said mortal Kombat did take most of my weekend but uh i have been able to play a little bit of wonderful 101 and so far it's wonderful it's very platinum and weird and uh there's some funny voice acting and some weird stuff i was playing it earlier today and there was a part that it was voice acting my wife just looked at me like what the hell are you playing because it's just so kooky and and uh japanesey but uh i'm loving it man i i kind of missed it the first time around on wii u so i'm really happy to get back into it now um but you can tell it was made for the wii u and that gamepad because there are some like okay trace this and you got to do it with the right stick instead of like Tracing it on the touchscreen kind of thing. So uh, maybe playing in handheld, I'll be able to trace things. But if if you're playing it with a controller, it's it works. It definitely works. Don't get me wrong. But uh, you can tell that some things were made for that Wii U gamepad touchscreen integration uh, that is is obviously not always built into the Switch. So uh, so far so good on Wonderful One Hundred and One. I think that comes out for the general public uh, maybe by the end of the month.
0: Yeah, I think so. I love The Wonderful 101, but I didn't get very far in it. Um, To your point, it's like Power Rangers, where you've got 101 (laughs) these characters who basically turn into objects, like guns and things as you trace them. And I just love the mechanic. I thought it was funny. And this was one of the lauded launch window Wii U games. Like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. did you see Wonderful 101? It looked cool. And everybody now I feel kind of feels like, oh, it wasn't great. I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is its redemption. So i love to hear that. I I really want to play it again. Yeah, yeah, I,
1: I hope this uh gets some attention. I mean it got crazy amounts of Kickstarter attention and I hope uh you know people like yourself that didn't back it on Kickstarter, uh, and believe me, I understand not backing it on Kickstarter. <laughs> very leery of, of that service and some of the the games that haven't or uh you know, should have been delivered by now, whatever. Uh let's not get into that. But uh anyway, yeah, wonderful 101. Uh so far wonderful, and I hope it gets uh, a decent amount of attention this nice. time around. Yes What
0: awesome. else? Uh, I will buy that. Playing a couple of other games. Yeah. Really quickly. Our RE3 remake. Resident Evil 3 remake. Uh, this comes actually with an online mode. I think it's called resistance. Didn't touch that at all. Uh but it's kind of one of, one of those like uh four V1. The director basically uh is the guy who actually gets to plan all of the assaults from the zombies and the four characters they're playing co-op online to take down or, or survive, I guess. Um is kind of cool, but I didn't play that at all. Uh but I played the campaign and I loved it. This is basically picking up right after RE2 remake, same style, beautiful game. Uh, Just so wonderful. Um, Still has a lot of those same elements of uh, the original RE uh, games where, you know, limited inventory, things like that, the saves. But I really enjoyed it. The Nemesis was the big part of this game where you had Mm -hmm. to avoid him. Uh, The Nemesis, I felt, in this game was more of a planned event versus uh, Mr. X in RE2, where oh, okay. he just showed up out of the blue, uh, but same type of effect. You know, how are you going to get past him? And I will say, <laughs> Nemesis, I was happy to finally kill him because he. Sh- I-, I think I took him on in a boss battle like five times, and I'm like, seriously, again 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 but still really fun really enjoyable i did have to look up some things to figure out what i'm doing wrong because it wasn't intuitive at points i'm like that just seems like a holdover from that era but i really enjoyed it it was fun uh highly recommend it it's short though so maybe get it when it's on sale because i think it took me like eight hours
1: okay yeah that's yeah that's definitely uh yeah so oh well Depends. Maybe if the if the multiplayer, you know, if you end up getting into yeah. that or you think you're going to get into it, it might uh, extend the time a little bit. But yeah, if you're playing it just for story mode, um, similar to how I felt about Mortal Kombat X, I was very happy to get that on Game Pass because it was, you know, a couple of hours, very entertaining, but... Once I was done with it, especially now that 11's out, I'm not going to put time into multiplayer. I'm not going to put time into other modes. I wanted to know where the story was, and I'm happy I didn't pay a cent for it other than the monthly Game Pass subscription. So uh, good to hear for R 3 The remakes they've been doing have been phenomenal. So it's, uh, it's, it's great to see that they're um, really having some success with their old franchises. And hopefully they apply that to some of their other older franchises.
0: Absolutely, and I, this was a Gamefly game, too, so I didn't spend any money on this, and um, I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I, I've really enjoyed Gamefly because it allows me to play games that are shorter, that I can enjoy, and still, you know, they're going to get something from the the publisher for doing this, so I, I appreciate mm-hmm. that, so check it out, guys. Um, then I got another game on Game Pass, and that is Dreams, Mark, on PS4. Right. <laughs> uh, Dreams is the... Uh, Once again, Media Molecule, creating an engine and trying to make a game of it, but really it's more of a, I guess, a secret way to get people to create and do cool stuff. So Mm -hmm. I did play the campaign, which is kind of cool. It's kind of not that great, though. It's still limited based on the fact that it's an engine. Um, And I think it's more about what the engine can do than their capability of actually building a good game. I would like to see Media Molecule eventually just make a game versus making a set of tools, because I don't think we've seen that yet. Um, But it's beautiful, and the campaign takes place in kind of like an uh, adventure game mode, where this jazz musician, uh, you're part of a band... Um they apparently thought you were a little bit too adventurous in your music styles, so they kick you out. And then along the way, you have these weird flashbacks where you had uh, stuffed animals where they end up going on and you have dreams as these stuffed animals that are actually a third person type of, you know, almost like a Mario or a ratchet and clank type of, uh, you know, uh, platformer. And then you also have another thing that almost looks like uh, and it's another type of uh, third person platformer as well. When you had another toy that would go off and do things and you're hmm. trying to defeat this enemy. So it's very cute. It's very fun. Like I said, it's an adventure game as well. So you have to, like, find the right thing to solve the right thing. It's going kind to of fetch questy and stuff hmm. like that. But it's very stylistic. The The funny part was that there were a lot of musical uh Musical elements of this, where you'd have basically meet characters. They would rap, they would perform, they would sing, and as they're doing it, you select, you basically collect these little baubles or bubbles (laughs) that you can then use to create levels. So it's very weird. Mercy, it's very. But it's it's cool. I liked it. It's really neat. Um, and then my son said, hey, check out this guy's levels. And I checked this one out level out. It was really cool that somebody made. And it was almost like a Godzilla level. And I'm just blown away that they have the, the ability to make these type of games and all of the attributes that you can reuse and things like that. It just totally blows me away compared to like a Mario Maker. This is third person beautiful. I mean, these are PS3 level type of, you know, assets that's just is at your uh, disposal so it's out there and apparently they just announced a new uh, uh, update that improves the physics engine which is just fantastic Mm. and this is a nose no brainer to come to ps5 it's going to go there it's going to get updated for sure and yeah so i think this this should just be a free game that people i was just gonna say that yeah (laughs) yeah should this be uh i think we're gonna get to
1: that a little bit later but I, i yeah i let, let, I, I was going to ask, do you think there should be a free uh, pack in with PS five? And that's kind of how they sell this differentiator of, uh, you know, PS five, not only, you know, very powerful next generation console, but also comes with the ability to create your own worlds and that kind of stuff. Uh, dreams, you know, two or just dreams, PS five, whatever they want to call it. But, uh, yeah, it could be very interesting, but let, let's, save that for later. Oh, absolutely. And maybe want to, uh, it, move on to the news flash
0: absolutely mark so uh we actually had a lot of gaming news so kick us off
1: yeah a ton of gaming news some big some small but uh the first thing we'll talk about is uh we had an inside xbox so this i let's let's just get this out of the way right now i think they kind of messed up only with the wording on this. I thought this was a fun little show. It wasn't a a big look at, um, you know, this, this wasn't their, their showcase. This was a fun little, here's a kind of slow month. We know it's been a little slow. Here's a few little peaks at some games, some small, some big, some indie, whatever uh, that, you know, we're, we're going to use right now to tide you over until uh, the artist formerly known as E3 season. So, you know, this uh, this was um, pitched, though, as a first look at Xbox Series X gameplay, which I think was the wrong messaging for this. If they had said, have a look at some great games uh, and all of these are smart delivery games, some of them may be running on Series X. But uh, the, the big thing with the next generation consoles and there's been article after article since this showcase came out of now both. And I think Sony, if Sony came out first, they would have had the same problem. I think it was just whoever showed off the new games first, you're not going to get much better uh, than PS4 pro and Xbox one X The graphics, if you're expecting some big Super Nintendo to N64 amazing, mind-blowing graphical leap, you're not going to get that because these are doing, you know, 4K graphics. They're pushing high fidelity uh, looking games, just like the current consoles are. Uh, What we're going to be getting is faster load times and uh, maybe smarter AI, maybe some bigger worlds. But as far as a small gameplay snippet, like you're going to see in any kind of trailers, you're not going to see that. So a lot of people were either incredibly pissed off myself. I was just kind of like, you know, I was texting my brother back and forth while we were watching it live and just saying like, this is what I expected. I did not expect a big graphical leap. This is not how you're going to show off the next generation of systems. Uh, And I think they worded this wrong. Um, But that's, that's uh, you know, they did show off Assassin's Creed Valhalla um bright Mem- memory infinite which uh i thought looked pretty crazy and uh that was is that the no which one's the one that was made by one dude oh this, that was bright, was like,
0: is that bright memory infinite, bright infinite memory, with infinite, a delorean yeah. that looked like crisis looked combined insane combined with a bunch of other yes. things it looked insane because absolutely i thought that cool weather effects that was the game that looked most next gen just because logan's like saying mm-hmm. dad i can't see where the enemies are and i'm like yeah it's the weather effects but that yeah. looked the most next gen
1: yeah for sure um call of the sea looked uh i i like the 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 look of this one for sure the art style and that kind of stuff looked uh, looked really cool um chorus that's uh, another single player mature dark tale of redemption um Dirt was five the, looked uh, pretty cool. That was
0: the flight of that course. I thought really looked cool because that's the f- the mm-hmm. space shooter. That's the, uh, yes. the spaceship shooter, which you haven't seen a yeah. game like that. Um, God, since what, uh, Crimson, uh, was the, uh, Xbox, uh, shooting game, Crimson skies, something like that. Crimson yeah. No, it, yeah. it has been a while. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: dirt five looks great. Uh, I'm sure that's going to look really cool. Um, you know, in in motion, it's it's going to take advantage of that 60 frames per second locked in frame rate, or possibly even higher. And again, that's what we're going to get this gen. It's not going to be games that dip down to 30 FPS or variable frame rate kind of stuff. It's the you know, the, the the power of these systems is going to lock that at 60, with the developers having the option of going up to 120 or whatever it is that you know the higher end TVs and stuff can take advantage of. But um, I think. When you're playing it hands-on, Dirt Five is going to, to show off some some differences. Uh, they showed off some Madden. Um,
0: I think it was six seconds of Madden, which is
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: seconds uh, of gameplay. Mark seconds. Oh my goodness, full <laughs> seconds of it. Um,
1: they, they you know they they kept saying you know it'll uh, make fans feel next level on Xbox Series X. And I who knows what that means is what one thing I did take away from that is. Does that make your? Did do they mean make you feel next level? As in your feelings, you're going to feel that, you know. Feelings or, simulator.
0: Is there a feelings like graphics engine? <laughs> well, I, I'm
1: wondering if that was a hint at Xbox maybe modifying the controller a little bit and putting some haptic feedback in it, kind of like PlayStation Five's <laughs> doing. You know, is that what they meant by feels next level? But Xbox. Let them say that because, you know, it could mean also your, your feelings of the game. Uh, so interesting take there. I could be just reading into it, but enhanced we'll bone
0: see. breaking physics, maybe where you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, a little, <laughs> the a little Mortal Kombat uh, in there. Uh, the, injury, the, the Joe Nate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, that'd be bad. Um, the, the game that looked really cool, but it does look it looks like a PS4 game with Scarlet Nexus that kind of looks mm-hmm. like an Astral Chain type of game but it looks still look cool. And the fact that it's on Xbox, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Super, super, uh, a couple of really like Japanese kind of looking games, which uh, for Xbox is a big deal. Uh, if you kind of came in, in the middle of this and, and someone was just watching it and you didn't know it was on the screen, you would have possibly guessed that this was PlayStation four or even switch uh, to, to see that stuff on an Xbox show was really cool. Um, what else we have uh, scorn,
0: uh, God, that was a weird, like <laughs> was it, uh, Geiger-esque uh, genital game. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that cool. um, I, I will never unsee. Some of the things I saw there, and we'll see how that game plays out. <laughs> um, story puzzles and and weird little things there. Um, we'll we'll see. Uh, Second Extinction looks kind of Turok meets i don't know left for dead or something or the zombie hordes or something but it, it, it... i
0: don't know the point of it except for killing a lot of dinosaurs at this point i mean i'd like to know that there's a point to it but they look pretty when they explode yeah but they all
1: look the same yeah. i thought like you know change change up the model or something this I, if if i'm seeing next gen gameplay i i want to see the advantages of that i, I don't want to see copy paste the same dinosaur uh 600 times i want to see you know even just slight variations slight color variations or or you know different frills on one versus the next one or, or something but these looked literally just like a copy paste maybe i wasn't looking close enough but uh didn't super impress me but they did look pretty when they exploded i'll give you that
0: yeah a lot of double a AA, not triple a games at this point yes these are the games you put on Game Pass. You're like, oh, I'm glad they're there. I don't know if I'd buy mm-hmm. them day one. Um, yeah. And a lot of these studios, Mark, I mean, I don't recognize a lot of these studio names. Ebb, System Reaction, Neon Giant, uh, Bluebird mm-hmm. Team had, uh, that was the Blair Witch Studio. But yeah, I mean, a lot of studios you haven't heard of before.
1: Yep. Uh, the Ascent uh, looked kind of cool. That was the, the Neon Giant that you mentioned. Um, I, I like the world that they were setting up, and this looks very cyberpunk esque.
0: Yeah, I thought it was uh, cyberpunk first. I'm like, is this? Cyberpunk? Yeah, nope.
1: <laughs> yeah the uh, the look at the gameplay. I was like, eh, doesn't doesn't look that engaging to me. I I don't know. Um, it's that action RPG kind of isometric view twin looks like yeah. shooters
0: so, almost. I thought it was like almost tw- like yeah. A, what was that one st- uh, studio that does all the PlayStation games that are twin stick? And I thought, oh, is that going to be them making their Xbox debut? Apparently not. Right. No. Uh,
1: so, I mean, that the, it could be very impressive, but those games, again, don't show very well. You are not getting up close detail when it's a top-down, almost isometric kind of angled view. Uh, this isn't what you want or need to show off next-gen graphics or any of that kind of stuff. Um, like, yeah, it, it's weird. Uh, like you said, there is a new game from Bloober Team, the guys that made Blair Witch, uh, called The Medium. Uh, psychological horror game.
0: Kind of Alan Wake-esque type of feel. Yeah, for sure. And uh, by the way, Bloober Team is the worst-named team in the world. Bloober. It just makes me think of Slimer, Glooby, Globby.
1: It sounds like... the kind of company that would make a rick and morty game rather than <laughs> exactly. a bunch
0: of really scary games <laughs> bloober industries <I> just, incorporated <laughs> yeah
1: right like they should make the game about the plumbus rather than some terrifying thing about uh you know child <laughs> yeah. murder or whatever yeah. uh this yeah, so absolutely. yeah sure um one one that i, I did think was kind of mm-hmm. cool looking although again didn't really show next gen stuff uh but vampire yeah, Bloodlines yeah. to uh, Vampire the Masquerade Whatever it's called um, What monster will you be Is a little tagline for that So I, I can't wait to run through a city as a vampire And just kind of We'll see if I go the Logan route And just destroy everything in my path Or if I go a little bit more like I'm a nice vampire Let's Let's be friends
0: Absolutely. And when I saw this at first, I thought, is this from the team that did We Happy Few at first? Because they had the Mm. weird, like, weird smiles, very horrific looking. But yeah, when they actually introduced the vampire, the vampiric uh, powers and things like that, I'm like, that looks cool. I could Mm -hmm. definitely get into it. I love vampire. Um, Yeah, this could be cool. I, I, I remember playing the original Vampire the Masquerade on PC and I really enjoyed it. So this looked cool. But yeah, it was weird. One of those tales of two trailers the gameplay versus what they showed with donka shane playing in the background very odd so weird
1: so weird um and you know it's one of those trailers that yeah had a, a a weird song that made you kind of pay attention to what was going on to try to figure out what it was but it was um you know, tr- they they didn't explain too much about the game. They just kind of showed clips of different things going on, and so I you know I want to know a little bit more about uh, about what's actually happening in that game. But uh, another, I think the last one they really showed, or the last one we'll talk about anyway, is uh, Yakuza: Like a Dragon. Um, again, very Japanese, obviously, right in the name. Um. This one looks crazy and weird and fun, and uh, there we go. But uh, this one not only features smart delivery, but also features cross-save functionality between Xbox One, Series X. So that is fantastic. Uh, That's that's one thing I don't think they've talked too much about is cross-save. They've talked about smart delivery, but... Does that mean you have to start over on every single game that you get uh, you know, uh, smart delivered? Uh, in that case, it may be worthwhile to keep those things on an external hard drive so they play in Xbox One mode rather than Series X mode. So we'll, we'll see how they figure this out. But I like that they specifically uh, mentioned that in the description of this game. So, um, so kind of cool, but again, not... Not a showcase for next gen, but if all of these said, Hey, every single one of these games, feature smart delivery thanks we'll talk to you more about this in june or july when you'll see some first party stuff and a real show of what the series x can do i think the messaging would have been better what do you think
0: yeah i absolutely i thought yakuza i've never really i I, they've always looked like a series that i thought would be kind of cool to play this one when i saw it's like oh my god they've like huge huge cool explosions when you punch somebody they've got a weird like crab that showed up out of the blue like as a boss maybe My son's like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, and he didn't say that, of course, because I'd be like, what are you saying? Uh, Mind your mouth. But uh, I thought it looked fun. But apparently it's going to be turn-based for the first time versus uh, action. It's very weird. But they didn't seem like it was turn-based. So once again, uh, and this kind of leads into the next element, Mark. Um, But I will Mm say, um, to your point, uh, they they talked about um, – Smart Delivery, which is just getting your games from uh, Xbox One to Xbox uh, Series X. So basically you play it on the system you have if you own it once it mm-hmm. transfers. Cross Save is where your, your, your save goes, where you played. Awesome. Um, and then there's Optimized for Series X as well. They mm-hmm. talked about and They have like this weird chart. But Optimized for Series X means it's 4K, 60 FPS, and higher. Um, mm-hmm. Also means ray tracing enabled. And also the fast SSD. So, we're going to have a yeah. lot of things to talk about, but that's really in all, all the things they talked about with uh, Series X. A lot of those things, the ray tracing and the fast load, you have yet to see yet. So, that's the, mm-hmm. I think, where we need to see that. I want to see how fast does it load on Xbox One? How fast does it load on Series X? Yeah. How does it look without ray tracing? How does it look with ray tracing? I think we're going to see a lot of those videos in June because Xbox has said, hey, we're going to have something every month. So that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's worth getting upset knowing there's more to come.
1: No, exactly. And uh, so the next story, do you want to take that one of, uh, you know, the, basically, I guess, yeah, they, they admitted they were wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, I think the, the point was that they they mentioned gameplay, to your point, which they shouldn't mm. have. Most of these looked like cinematics. You couldn't really tell if somebody was actually playing it, or it looked like it was a very well-mapped-out cinematic that looked beautiful but was not representative of gameplay, which you want. Mm. Because you want to say, that's what I'm going to be doing, not with what I'm going to see from a uh, gameplay trailer. Because we've had mm. beautiful trailers since PS1 <laughs> that look yeah. great, but then you see your player on the screen, it's like, oh, he's... Pixeline has 12 uh, polygons. Um, so, yeah, I think everybody came back and said, you know, the big one was like um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla because they showed their trailer last week and they said, oh, come back and you're going to see more of it. And essentially, essentially said maybe six seconds of gameplay, maybe. But I couldn't tell that it was gameplay. It didn't look like gameplay to me.
1: No, no. Uh, when we were watching it again, I was watching it. My wife was watching some of the the thing, and sh- that was one that she paid attention for. I was texting back and forth with my brother, and all three of us were like, "What was gameplay on that?" You know, and it, yeah. I, I've since watched it back, and it's like maybe that, but then there's no, you know, they've turned the HUD off, or they've edited it in a way that you can't see it, or there's something there that's, you know, maybe it's in engine rather than rendered cutscene <laughs> or something, and they counted that as a gameplay. But man, the wording on this whole thing from gameplay of Assassin's Creed. To uh, again, how they worded next gen gameplay in general versus I think they should have just gone with smart delivery. I think they fumbled the message on this one completely.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of those things, that, and I get it. I mean, um, there might have been ga- some gameplay came, gameplay baked in there, but it was really hard to tell it, and then just come off looking like uh, ingenuine, uh, and and that's not good. You want to have a, a a clear message, and the good thing is though. Everybody came forward and said, yep, we apologize. We we didn't intend for that the way you guys wanted. But the good news is you're going to get more of it, and that's great. If this was all we got until, like, launch, (laughs) then people would be really pissed off. But, I mean, I think at this point, I'm like, the fact that they've been very uh, – more so than anybody else. Xbox has been so transparent, very good about this. I mean, it's been awesome. And, And the fact is that they're in front of this, like, right away. Mm. it's engendering a lot of support for Xbox, once again, where Sony has shown nothing, so um, I think this is a little bit of upset, but again, you know, again we're going to talk about all the different ways we're going to see Xbox over the next four months, which is fantastic, and I'm excited about this. And you called it the uh, the thing formerly known as E3 or whatever we're going to call this, but <laughs> I'm excited about this. And I think that's yeah. part of where we're going is the fact that we don't have to worry about just one week of cool stuff, and things get mixed, missed, and then you just – you get so much, and then it's like, oh, we feel like we're we're spent. And then it's like, oh, nothing new. But now we're getting – so many different events that are going to be basically well paced throughout the next four months i'm more excited about this than i have been with e3 because um i kind of feel like it's going to be exciting and we're going to see a different cadence uh but i think the biggest problem is sony has yet to share Mm -hmm. their hand but i think we'll talk about what sony may be doing down the road. So with Mark, we've got a couple of different stories about this, but we'll kind of try to put this all together into one type of gaming story about how next-gen and the different um, uh, games this fall will be announced. So Mm -hmm. um, we've got a couple different ways to do that. So uh, Jeff Keeley was the first one who basically said, I'm going to be having a new way to talk about games and how they're announced called Summer Games Fest. And he's going to be doing this basis, bringing in other conferences and other events under one, almost like a Google Calendar, which is what somebody has comp- <laughs> uh, compared it to. Basically, hey, this like is coming that. in. Did you yeah. did you add this to your uh, Google Calendar, by the way?
1: Mm-hmm uh no, no, I didn't, but uh, I should because this is this is something that uh as you know e three was falling apart and the world was figuring out how to do conferences and this kind of stuff is is something that I thought about of uh you know i is is it i g n is it someone else who is going to put together the calendar of what to pay attention to and when and when i g n announced their own game thing, it was like, okay well, maybe they're gonna be putting precedence on that um so. There we go. Um, yeah,
0: I've been showing you my calendar right now, and okay. there's oh, an that actual is tomorrow. It's called yeah. Sunrise, and it yes. is at 11 a.m., and that is going to be a gameplay trailer for a game that Jeff is going to talk about.
1: That is not Batman. He was very specific no. that it is not Batman. That is Sunrise number one. That is the first event uh, after the Inside Xbox, I think, Um so yes, uh, sub- my, Sunrise number 1, but people were saying uh, maybe this is Batman, maybe this is Batman and uh, Jeff Keighley was was quick to snap back that it's not Batman, just to manage expectations. This is a quote from Twitter. Uh, so quote uh, just to manage expectations, the Tuesday game is something cool and fun. That is from Jeff Keighley. So uh cool and fun does not describe Batman. I think he's since uh, confirmed that it is not Batman. But uh, yeah, seems seems like there's going to be a mix of these big events and little events, and I, I'm excited. And it, it, who better to put it all together than uh, the guy that brings us the Game Awards, Jeff Keeley? He's uh, he's a great guy in the industry, and uh, if anyone can keep track of everything and bring everyone together. Why
0: not him? Absolutely, and quite honestly, he doesn't have to have his own event. He's basically just mm-hmm. being the ringleader for all of games, which is great. He's the spokesman. He is a professional. He has contacts, and mm-hmm. the only group he doesn't have contacts with is Nintendo, which is just funny because he talked about Sony, Xbox, all of these third parties, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, first party studios and things like that, but. Nintendo's the one that is lacking, which is kind of funny because typically Nintendo people wait with bated breath for their E3 direct, because yeah. you think of any company being ready for this, that does a direct, that doesn't have a stage presence. Mm-hmm. It's Nintendo. But as of right now, we've got rumors that Nintendo won't even show up and have a, you know, June direct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, skip down to that story for a second. Um, yeah, it's, it, it there's they're heavy rumors so far that uh, they're telling partners uh, we're not going to have something in June. Now, whether that means they're pushing back till July, August, September, who knows. But it seems weird right now. We do not know the big fall heavy hitters. So they kind of have a limited window between now and kind of August at the latest, mm-hmm. I would say, to get people ready so. of like hey here's what's coming in october November uh maybe December if they want to push something back that far but like really i mean you know if they're skipping the the e three time frame of june they've got to do something in the next month or two after that that june time frame i mean that's it's crazy to think that they wouldn't uh, now whether it's a big presentation like they normally would during E3, or maybe they're going to be doing some smaller directs. They'll be doing something for, uh, you know, rumored, uh, super Mario 35th anniversary remaster, whether it's collection or a group of individual games. We've heard, um, super Mario all-stars two featuring all the 3d games from 64, right up to, uh, I believe galaxy. Uh, so, you know, I, who knows how this is gonna, you know, work out? I guess, but uh, and I don't know if this is specifically brought on by COVID nineteen and work from home kind of stuff. Uh, you know, maybe complicating things in Japan. Um, but man, with the other consoles launching, everyone kind of expected Nintendo to come out swinging with zelda 2 a mario collection uh metroid collection some new ip whatever it was uh for th- for them to completely drop the ball uh i don't want to say it's going to kill the switch because i don't think anything can at this time i've i've been so wrong before about <laughs> thinking nintendo had to come out with some big heavy hitter or a switch pro or this or that and you still can't find the damn thing so uh who knows but uh it seems very strange that if they do skip the July or June, they wouldn't follow up in July or August with with something at least.
0: Yeah, it uh, it seems like Nintendo has to do something though, because at this point, the last game they've announced that's actually coming out for the Switch from the first party is the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, update. Whatever, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, uh, yeah, special and that hits, edition. Uh, the end of the month, definitive right? edition. Yeah, and that's it. Nothing else has been announced, and Nintendo's not one where mm-hmm. they will. Uh, announce a game and it's out two months later, they typically take you know, three to six months to actually announce it and then have it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this makes me a little bit worried. I mean, the, yeah, they could coast and just say, hey, we've got yeah. titles that people will buy and we'll and have we more have switches on. Have Pokemon out.
1: expansion coming. Yeah uh, so so we do know a couple of things. One, yep. the Pokemon expansion's coming out in what, June? Yes. The first uh, one? yeah, summer two and then there's one getting... that falls. Yeah. And, and and two, we are getting a Smash Brothers direct fighters, maybe, possibly pack, maybe. Yeah, fighter yeah. pack update yeah. in when did they say that was June or July? I thought it was June as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, so it, I don't know. I don't know, Uh, you know, we've we've heard from Sakurai that that development and talks for Smash Brothers are still going at a good pace. He didn't say exactly the same pace, to my knowledge, but uh, they're still progressing, still being able to work from home, do that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, it, it really it's a weird rumor. Uh, and I, I want to hear the official word from Nintendo before I make any real judgments. But, uh, you know, the rumor right now is, yeah, well, you know, no big E3 style presentation, which which, again, could just mean something smaller, could mean it's pushed back a month. Who knows? But, uh, you know, they they definitely could coast on that Pokemon and smash and who knows. But, yeah, we, we don't have any of the heavy hitters for the next few months.
0: After no, you. and uh, everybody was like saying, oh. Nintendo's gonna have something huge this fall because they are gonna mm. fight off Xbox, uh, Super Xbox and PS five. And at yeah. this point, we don't know if they really will, but maybe they don't <laughs> because those systems will be limited in stock. So maybe they don't have to, but they got to have something. I mean, they typically have a uh, fall big holiday release. And without that, and what they've already announced, what they're going to have with their numbers in regards to what they're going to sell this fall, I don't think they can hit those numbers with just what they've already released in their catalog because a lot of people already have bought all the big games. So it's essentially, and I don't know how many people are going to stick with Animal Crossing and like that have not been able to get a system. Because I think everybody that's wanted Animal Crossing probably has it already. Uh, You know, maybe a few that don't have it couldn't buy a system, but, you know, we'll see. And, of course, uh, yeah.
1: I, I just had a friend message me tonight. He just picked up Animal Crossing. He said, "Oh, I've got a new island." But if you want to come over and visit, I said, "No, nah, you know, I'm on the, the podcast tonight." But but very soon, you know, I'll come over and yeah. uh, you know, I'll drop him a bunch of stuff and that kind of stuff to help him uh, help him get going. But uh, you know, that, uh, to your point, there there is an Animal Crossing story that uh, I'm going to skip to as well. Uh, that it, it has sold better than Nintendo had ever expected so in uh what six weeks it's already passed their uh their their lifetime expectations for this uh 13.41 million in six weeks which is is absolutely wild uh that's the best selling best ever launch for a switch game uh beats pokemon sword and shields 12.9 million which it did in nine weeks so man, this game launched at a perfect time. I don't know if you saw the story about one of the guys that wrote for the game saying, yes, I'm sick of the sea bass joke as well and I wrote the damn thing. Uh, (laughs) But it was a really cool story where he talked about uh, the the joke initially was uh, it's a sea bass, uh, maybe more of a C minus. uh, And they changed that to C plus because they wanted it to be a positive thing. They wanted to say this sea bass is better than we expected rather than it's a disappointment. And they said that was a lot of the discussion in animal crossing. So I guess, you know, perfect game, positive game at the right time. Who, who could have predicted that would launch when everyone needed something overwhelmingly positive, but, uh, great to see that game. But yeah, will that float them through the fall? I don't really think so. I think they still need something big as much as I am loving that game. Um, it is uh, it is definitely definitely a strange tactic but again nintendo is one of those companies that you think they're going to zig they zag and it works out for them uh so who knows
0: yeah i mean and i mean at this point they've really expended almost all of their biggest franchises. So it's either they create sequels to a lot of these Mario Odyssey, like you said, the Mario collection um, or breath of wild Two. We know is potentially going to come up, but they've, they've got some new cards. They're going to have to unveil. Maybe it's that Mario Kart game that uh, they've had to be working on because why not? When you've had basically <laughs> exactly. no new Mario game, a Mario Kart game for almost six years.
1: Mm-hmm. And they just, just had an online tournament. Yeah. With that game this weekend uh although yeah. that was a real showcase of nintendo screwing up online <laughs> uh, at first the code didn't work the tournament said it happened in 2019 when you first put the code in uh saturday their whole uh, online network was down for several hours uh it was a, a freaking mess uh and for a system that uh, officially has sold more than the n64 and gamecube combined you'd think they'd have their shit together but uh yeah Anyway,
0: yeah, I hope I hope they are not going to fall back on the old Nintendo. Hey, happy where we're at, and we can just maintain. I hope they are going to stay aggressive, do some things, and uh, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, but you know, the cool part about is uh, this whole thing is we talked about all the gaming events. IGN has stepped up the plate just like Jeff Keeley, and they're going to have their own Games of Summer event. It's going to happen in June. And they've got a large group of people that will, uh, publishers and console owners, who will be supporting that, which is great because IGN is uh, probably the first name in games when it comes to games mediums. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you've got also the Gorilla uh, Gaming Fest, which used to be the kind of funnies indie uh, event, which was great. Basically, it gave all these little indie games uh, some uh, publicity through an event mm-hmm. that's going to happen June 6th through eight as well. Um, so June's going to still be kind of exciting, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, who knows? Nintendo may be, um, pushing off some of their own stuff to let these third parties, these Indies, all that kind of stuff, let them have their showcases in June and they're going to come out in July with their first party stuff. Who knows? Uh, we are seeing, you know, in, in specifically in this Gorilla. Collective, the list of developers and publishers. Uh, Quickly going through the list, I'm seeing several that have published games on Switch that I know of, uh, including what Funcom, um, Humble, what else? Oh, Thunderful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know they they just launched uh, Lonely Mountain Downhill on uh, on switch if you haven't picked that up it's super fun <laughs> um super fun i played it back on on uh, xbox but i haven't played the switch version i'm sure it's just as fun though uh there um games uh, i know they just launched uh, or very close to launching a game on switch uh or sorry white thorn um but yeah and, and several others so you know are are we going to see switch announcements through ign gorilla collective uh some of keely's stuff even if it's maybe not first party uh will it be third party saying some stuff uh ubisoft just announced uh an event as well uh that we'll get to in a second but like you
0: know we we could see switch games in other ways throughout july Absolutely. And then we are transitioning from the uh, smaller indie publishers to Ubisoft. Uh, they're going to have mm-hmm. an event. Uh, typically, they do have a press conference at E3. Uh, they typically have had big announcements like Mario vs. Rabbits. They've had mm-hmm. new franchises announced, um, and I think this is going to be an interesting year for Ubisoft. This event's going to be July twelfth. Going to be digital as well, um, and uh, they've got a lot of franchises beyond. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we haven't really known what they're when they're gonna be launching those. Uh Gods and Monsters being one of those. Uh Watchdogs mm-hmm. 3. Uh beyond that, what are the other franchises that we could potentially see?
1: Um you know what, judging just by uh the artwork for the little tease they had from the hashtag UVforward on Twitter, um you know, we could see I mean, this is, it's like a kind of a looks like a countryside hilly mountain range kind of thing so this you know could this be a another far cry game or something like that you know i'm wondering if if this is a tease itself uh it doesn't look assassin's creed-esque because there are some lights uh and 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 stuff like that, looking kind of like houses on this little teaser. Uh, so I'm wondering if uh, if maybe that's that's something else we could see there. But uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm hoping to see some of the stuff we haven't heard from in a while, and and maybe some fun new surprises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to slightly divert something with some sad news. Um, and not like legit sad, so don't like get super sad or anything like that. Oh but my god,
0: what's <laughs> that's going hilarious. on, Mark? I'm I'm, I'm confused.
1: I, I, I just saw this pop up. Now that I'm looking at Ubisoft on Twitter, uh, I, IGN is reporting, uh, right now that, uh, Star Wars episode one racer has been delayed for both no. PS4 and switch. Uh, wasn't this supposed to launch like tomorrow or something? I like, how so. the, what yeah. the hell, did they like a I'm like that is a last minute bug that they're like, pull these off the stores, <laughs> delay them uh, so what could be know, hidden
0: in that source code that. mark what do they find right, oh my goodness, charge our racist yeah. comments uh,
1: that's, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what could be uh holding back a game from n sixty four with with such a a bug that it would have to be delayed last minute like that, but uh, yeah, I just saw that pop up in my feed, so um, I wish I knew more about what was going on there, but I I felt like I had to share it as I read it because I was looking forward to that freaking game. So come on. Like, (laughs) what the
0: hell? That
1: sucks. Microsoft
0: was published on that.
1: No, no, I'm completely diverting. Oh, okay. I, I saw Ubisoft and then I went back because I was looking ah,
0: okay, at I'm like... about
1: Ubisoft and then went back to my main feed and uh, and that was published. Uh, actually, it's four hours ago now that I'm, I'm actually looking at, uh, at the thing, but I just saw it uh, pop up on my feed and was like, no, because um, uh, that game looked fun and we've talked about it before. So anyway, sorry, back to Ubisoft and other events. Uh, yeah, so Ubisoft could be fun. Who else is coming up?
0: Yeah, uh, so Sony has been quiet, as we known. They have really uh, said but not shown, and it's time for them to do that. And it's really going to be a game of chicken between Microsoft and Sony to talk about price. So I'm not sure if we're going to hear about price for a while, but at least with Sony, they've got a box to show. and They've got games to show because mm-hmm. right now we got God's feed head uh, arms whatever that game was called that was the only really exclusive we've seen um yeah. and obviously we'll probably get a last of us Two like port great but uh you need to see this and apparently there are rumors that we are going to see this uh sony box and more from sony uh early to mid june so we still have a couple uh, weeks away from that maybe four weeks ish yep. uh Which would lead us into uh, about the E3 time as standard, but uh, probably doing their own thing. But they're supposed to also be part of the IGN games of summer as well. So does this mean that they're going to show something before then?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a tough call. Will they want to, uh, they've been so tight lipped. I, I my instinct wants to say they're only going to do one thing, but, uh, yeah, maybe they'll do two different showcases and be a tiny part of IGNs and then blow it all out in their own. Uh, who knows? I, I personally, I think they have to do as much as they can to try to kind of catch up. But, uh, but who knows one thing, one thing you said there, I, I want to get your feed on it, uh, your feedback on it. Uh, you said, a last of us 2 remaster or uh upmaster or or whatever w- would that spell disaster for sony if they say if they don't come out with their own smart delivery system or something like that with with xbox touting it so much and w- w- whether or not they misstepped on the communication of the last microsoft uh (laughs) director whatever the event was last weekend uh with so much being focused on smart delivery if Sony comes out and says yeah you'll buy this at the end of may and you'll also buy it in december open your wallet chumps middle fingers here you go uh is that going to just completely squash sony this gen Are fans going to be in an uproar or do you think people will accept it and smart people will go to xbox
0: uh, Mark, uh, <laughs> a certain a Sony company there. once said uh, you will get two jobs to afford right. their PS3 at 599 yes. US dollars and fight historical uh, crabs in a Japanese game. <laughs> so <laughs> Sony, you can't put anything past them. But uh, what I'm going to guess they're going to do, and this is me going back and putting my Sony hat, is Sony created something cool back in the day that they really did I don't think they played strong enough in, and that is cross buy, cross save. That was where mm-hmm. you bought the game on PS3, you got it free on PS4. You got it on PS Vita, you got it free yeah. on PS4, yeah. and your saves crossed. Um, Smart delivery is essentially the same thing, and people have said yep. that. Oh, yeah. So it's time for Sony to say, hey, we did that in the past, guys, and we're bringing it back. You know, call it whatever you want. But, you know, we're bringing sexy back. We're bringing cross-buy and cross-save back. And I think that's where they're going to play because they can do that. But if they did it, if they didn't do that, God almighty, Sony. (laughs) Uh, And this is my worst. I mean, I love Sony, but they make a lot of dumbass decisions. I mean, Mm -hmm. they've struggled. They've had some really some – numbskull type events and i hope they're past that but the problem is with sony at this point we don't know who the voice of sony is yet we don't know where they're going with ps5 what is it going to sit with versus like xbox who's very transparent uh nintendo who is on their path and they 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 are clear in where they're going Mm -hmm. i i hope this is going to be uh their way to basically say, this is, wh- this is who we are. This is what we're going to do. They potentially will talk about their services, how they're going to readdress PlayStation Now, PS Plus, and really address what's going on in the industry since they launched those things because, quite honestly, they're behind. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping they say, we're not dumb, but we've been planful, and we didn't want to speak until we had something to actually speak uh, to our fans because we weren't ready. And I hope that's the only reason right. they've been holding off versus we don't know what the hell we're doing, but now you've complained. So we're showing you, you know, it's like a bad yeah, parent yeah, that has sure. to do something with their kid. And like, oh, it's it's the tooth fairy day. Crap. I got a tooth I can put under <laughs> the pillow.
1: Nah, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see for sure. But uh, yeah, I think that'd be a massive misstep if they if they come out and say, hey, you'll be able to buy this again in uh, in October, November, December, whenever uh, I, oh man.
0: Yeah, that'll be, we, we thought Xbox did some missteps. It can't be that dumb, Mark. They really can't. Cause Xbox is going to say, this is how you play your PS or Xbox one games on series X. And they're just going to say, you log into your series X. That's all they're going to do. Yeah. And it's going to be yeah. hilarious. And Sony's going to look like a bunch of dumbasses Sorry. Oh, well, yeah. no, it, please absolutely. save us. yeah I, I'm bringing save in the ghost shit. of, uh, Joseph Moran, Mr. Badbit That's it. <laughs> Please break <laughs> yeah, into Shoe Hay's just... house and 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 drug yeah. him and uh, hypnotize him, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stop, stop breaking into Andy's house and and, uh, and go after Shoe. Uh Save us here, um, no, for sure. It'll be interesting to see how it all uh, all plays out.
0: Yeah, for... so I think just, I think we're set now. As from what I've seen from Jeff Keighley and everybody else, we're going to have announcements, a stream of announcements between all these events, even. Uh, I believe Gamescom is going to be where this uh, summer of games ends through September, so we're set, Mark. As long as baby yeah, I, allows sure. you to podcast, we're going to watch. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. No, I already, like I said, I practiced
1: uh, already with the uh, the baby. What is it called? Like the strap backpack carrier thing where you oh, strap to your chest, or whatever. Uh, I put a stuffed monkey dressed as Batman in the carrier. I was playing some games. I was walking around the house. It's not gonna slow me down. It's uh, that's it. I'm already used to muting the mic when my dog barks. So muting you know, it when the baby, uh, you know, just cries or something. Uh, it's a, we're a thumbs up. So, yeah, it's fine. Say that now. Like it's gonna be like one of those little like uh, 80s sitcom like. Flashes right now, and you're going to talk to me in two weeks. And I'm gonna, my hair is going to be out and gray completely. And I, I'm going to be like, Why? Um, yeah, I was so dumb, Todd, two weeks ago. <laughs> and it's so, like one of those little, yeah, it's um,
0: anyway. We'll, we'll see what happens. You're going to do perfect. It's going to be awesome. It, so. Cannot wait this. The baby's going to be awesome sitting there. And it's going to be like three men and a baby or two men and a baby podcasting. <laughs> Logan Love. can join and he can just laugh. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're going to end the podcast with a couple dumb little stupid stories. Um, One would be not really dumb, but just to let you guys know that COVID may impact game development, um, and it's just because of where people are at. A lot of these uh, folks are at home, and they just don't have the capability or the hardware or an orchestra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I think is yeah. funny. Phil Spencer <laughs> spoke on this and he's like, yeah, guys, if you need an orchestra uh, with a symphony, you may not be able to do that or mocap or anything like that, and I'm like, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can do from home. Like, you know, it, it honestly, working from home has hardly slowed me down in my my actual day job uh, at all. Uh, aside from. You know, I, I work at a car dealership doing their their online stuff, social media. So if a new vehicle comes in, I can go down. I go in, I grab the keys, I I take shots of that vehicle for the website, for Facebook, for whatever. Uh, you know, we've done some videos, but. Even with videos and stuff, I basically throw a mic to someone and I still don't get within six feet. We, you know, wash the mic and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, we're we're very cognizant of, of uh, keeping the, the distancing and the cleanliness and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's it's been easy enough for me doing that. But there are certain things, yeah, that you just cannot do from home or you cannot do without – combining into a group that is going to, uh, to, to break those barriers uh, and, and, you know, put yourself at risk. So yeah, it sucks. You can take a supercomputer home, but you cannot take a symphony.
0: No. uh, And also just the the uh, in someone talked about this, you know, the fact of the security of files and sending those Dropbox or whatever you use corporately and VPNs and things like that. It's like, Mm -hmm. I get it. People don't want to have be the guy who gets blamed for having your content then uh, hacked and then Mm -hmm. shared up on uh, the Internet. That'd be bad.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. There, there are definitely ways around that. You can get, uh, you know, securely. Um you know, a, a, armored car vehicles uh, to deliver a, a hard drive or a, a computer or something like that to someone's house, so they're not just taking a hard drive with the next Assassin's Creed game on a, a train or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are definite risks as soon as something leaves an office in any single manner, uh, and associated costs. I mean, it's you know, even if you did what I just said and, and did an armored car delivery to your animators or something like that, um, that's an additional cost that right now companies are wondering, you know, how can we cut costs? How can we make money when everything's shut down? And, and, you know, I don't think it's a time to be saying, okay, well, we're going to have an armored, uh, car drop off, uh, secure files to each house individually of a team of thousands of, of people or whatever. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, some of the stuff is just unrealistic to think that it can keep on going.
0: Yeah, we have enough trouble just even sharing our uh, podcast flow, Mark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I logged in to the wrong Google account today and couldn't edit any of the show notes. Uh, What? It's not editable? uh, What is this? Simple things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, that's, that's on me. I have four or five different Google accounts for various things that work included. Uh, I still have the warp whistle slash canardian gamer account. I have my uncharted, uh, account that, you know, and and a personal one, I think it's, it's, it's wild. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, all of those things can be weird screw ups and, uh, yeah, if you're logged in somewhere else or someone can view a file that it doesn't take much
0: no no and we all know the uh chinese are just using zoom to steal all our secrets so there you go guys
1: man i am i am uh of course because you know having a baby is enough on my plate in the next couple of weeks i'm starting to teach an online course uh next week which uh may or may not happen at this point next week but uh we'll see um but yeah the <laughs> They they want me to use Zoom and they sent me like a whatever Zoom Pro cost or whatever it is uh, for the this year. And I was just like, really? Zoom? That's where we're going with this? I've yep. been reading yep. just nonstop horror stories about the security. It's like, I don't want to install that on anything right now. And they're like, no, you have to use Zoom. And I was like, well, I'd fight it if they weren't paying me a great amount of money to teach this course.
0: <laughs> it came down to like, well, I don't care. <laughs> sure i'll put you know the what mark we all it's we all check- have our price <laughs> that was a good recap of what's been going on lots of news this is we are going to be going towards next gen which i am so excited about can't wait to see all the new games i mean we've got so many new games already announced This is very exciting. And once again, we've got the biggest release that's going to be coming to the carabin household, which is baby carabin. So we'll see how this goes. And Mark, uh, we'll see how our podcasting goes. Yeah. We'll see how
1: the the scheduling goes. I'd I'd love to be able to, to continue going, uh, you know, as, as, as much as i can so um you know hopefully it doesn't slow us down too much which is nice with the the every two week uh recording schedule um that's that's kind of nice uh one thing that you know we were going to do the bonus round this time and talk about e3 predictions or or e3 you know, formerly E3 time predictions, that kind of stuff. Uh, so if we're saving that for next time, maybe that's a good way uh, to get some some audience interaction, whether it's me here or a guest or something. We'll figure it out. But, uh, you know, do, what do you think? That's uh, we you know, can we get some people calling in or, or you know, sending uh, some Twitter messages or message on Facebook uh, about their E3 esque predictions?
0: Oh, I think that's going to happen because people are so excited about what's going to happen. Very opinionated. Uh, Next Gen is going to bring out the colors uh, and the fanboyism (laughs) like you never saw before, Mark. It's exciting times.
1: So what what do we want from people? Uh, PS5, Super Xbox, and Switch. So for PS5 and Super Xbox, we want what do you think their launch dates are going to be? What do you think the price is going to be? And what's their initial gaming launch lineup going to look like?
0: absolutely and with switch um we know we're not probably going to get a new system but we know we're going to get new games hopefully uh are they going to announce new features because quite honestly they haven't been doing much with that and then uh are they going to do any revisions are we going to get a switch pro whatever so we'd love to hear about that as well
1: yeah absolutely so todd uh let them know if they want to list all of those, you know, three minutes or less on a voicemail or, uh, or whatever you want to do. If you want to even record a segment drop it in a Google drive or a Dropbox or something and, and, uh, send it to us. There are plenty of ways to get your voice heard on the show for sure. We can work with you. Send us a message. We'll figure it out. Uh, I think this would be really fun to get the community and their predictions in. Um, so if you want to do one of those, all of those, whatever you want to do, Todd, do you want to let them know how they can find us?
0: Absolutely. Uh, we're on Twitter, at TeaOxtra, and at the underscore Canerdian. Uh, we have a Facebook group and a page, and we have the hotline, 872 2496 and that's where you can leave uh, a long opinion piece if you want a review or what you think will happen with next gen uh, three minutes or less. And we'd love to have it on the show. And if you do that, uh, we'll get you something in regards to maybe a <laughs> uh, game. I've got a bunch of game codes. Actually, uh, I can awesome. definitely do that. Hook you up guys up with a uh, round guard on Xbox, but I've got other steam codes, etc. cetera. Uh, leave an iTunes review. We'd love that. And also you can call the hotline as I said before. So Mark, by the next time we talk, you will be a father and I'm so excited for you, man. It's a very distinct possibility. Yeah. The next,
1: the next time uh, we, we record the podcast. Um, yeah. I, I will have a child. So yes. Holy crap. <laughs> Not that I didn't know it was close, but Holy crap. Saying it like that is, uh, is just daunting and exciting. So uh, yes.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. Yes. We are excited for you. Uh, and with that folks, uh, we'll be back in two weeks, and maybe Mark, and maybe a special guest, because Mark might be <laughs> breastfeeding.
1: I, I'm fairly certain they'd shoot Diet Pepsi or possibly rum <laughs> at this point, but uh, we'll we'll see how the game gets along. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. So with that, folks, as always, it's always better to game together. In each of us there burns the fury of a warrior. <laughs> Every
1: generation, a few, are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers (laughs) will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld to defend our people against Shang Tsung. You will and his forces of darkness in an ancient tournament. One. Your soul is mine. And our world no! is theirs. It has begun. You can't run from me, Chad don't need to run. <laughs> <laughs> okay.